0: We'll bring the Moist line back this week. You can leave a message to the iHeartRadio app using the microphone icon or call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 86 664 right. Uh,
1: Westchester on the west side of L.A., Mike Bonin's district, has had problems for years with out-of-control vagrants, mental patients, uh, you know, people who are seriously mentally disturbed. And drug addicts of all kinds. And Bonin has insisted allowing encampments around schools and parks. It's still going on. We're going to talk with Deborah Houston now. Uh, Bonin has some kind of wacky plan to let uh, Vagrants Park in Westchester Park. First Overnight. Of, I guess there are
0: RVs and stuff.
1: Well, first we've heard of this one. He just won't quit. I mean, he's going to be out of office in, in three and December, a half months. Yeah. yeah. Uh all right, let's get uh let's get Deborah on. How are you?
2: Hello, I'm here. Thank you for having me. What is this about? Oh my gosh. Mike Bonin wants to put twenty-four hour safe parking in Westchester Park. He wants to have homeless people living there uh all day when the children are there. This is very different and more substantial than parking at night. There are very few rules for the people who live there. No prohibition on guns, weapons, drugs, fires, cooking. Uh, So, this is going to be like the wetlands. In fact, Uh, he hopes to move some people from the wetlands to our park.
0: (laughs) You're talking about the Bologna wetlands, right? Yeah. Yeah, He wants to move the
1: wetlands crowd to your park.
2: Yes. Not all of them. He wants to move uh, some to our park, and he's trying to get the FAA and LAWA to approve the use of Northside Parkway right along the northern runway of LAX, and have 25 RVs move from the wetlands there. I'm sure the FAA is going to have none of that.
1: And what, and, uh, and what is what is that area? That is that is uh, like a, a parkland area next to the runway. It's a street. It's a street? The street is called Northside
2: Parkway. It's a four-lane street. It runs uh, parallel to the runway. So the RVs from the wetlands would be moved like 100 feet from airplanes on the runway.
1: Oh, that's not a good idea. No. No, it's Uh, terrible. uh, All right, so I imagine everybody in the neighborhood... Is very upset, right? I mean, are there people not upset or are the people who campaign to let these vagrants live in the parks and live near the yes. kids?
2: Before Bonin uh, decided he was not going to run for office again, his approval rating was 8%. So <laughs> we do have those 8% here in Westchester. He does have some supporters who believe him, follow him. Uh, believe everything he says, and they will support him. You saw the city council meeting uh, where the issue of um, a ban, automatic ban on camping near schools was taken up. There was a room full of people who supported what Bonin
1: was doing. those Those are insane activists, anarchy types. who are are really committed to undermining our our way of life. Yes. Uh, I was talking about just your regular neighbors. Uh, There there can't be many people who want this.
2: No, there are very few. But there are some who support him, a very small minority of people.
1: Uh, and it's, if his approval rating is eight percent, one of the candidates is Aaron Darling, and yeah. he's, he's Bonin's protege, and he's been yep. in a dead heat with Tracy Parks, who's a, a rational person. Why is there why is there support for Darling when Darling is a copy of Bonin, just younger?
2: Uh, Darling, I have heard engaged in a lot of ballot harvesting, or someone engaged in that for him. So uh, people in jails and prisons were registered to vote. Uh, homeless people at homeless encampments were registered to vote. So there, there's information going around out there about that. So I'm sure the candidates who are opposing, candidates supported by the Democratic Socialists of America, are finding ways to strategize to, um, to. Uh, get the votes they need to win
1: when is this project supposed to take place when are they going to be moving people to the park
2: i don't know when it would actually uh, be set up but the first we heard about it any confirmation from Bonin's office was a week ago when one of Bonin's staff members appeared at our neighborhood council meeting and said, this is what Bonin is planning. We had been filing Public Records Act requests. We had been emailing Bonin, calling Bonin's office, calling his staff people, trying to get information. They were a brick wall of silence. We were completely excluded from the yeah. public. Well,
1: that's the request. plan. I mean, that's that's what they've done repeatedly. They know what they're doing here. They sneak this on on a neighborhood. They've already got their paperwork in order to do it. They already have the plan in order. They expect you to call and scream at them, and they just just block the emails, block the phones, lock the doors, and not respond. And they wait until you get exhausted.
2: Right. So we had a big protest today. We had four news channels, news stations there. We had KFI there. And we had uh, two uh, print media outlets there today. So uh, we are going to get a lot of press over this. And we are going to shine the light on the fact that Mike Bunnen excluded our entire community from this process. Uh, And this isn't the first time he's done it. This time we were a little prepared because we were filing Public Records Act requests. So we got a little bit of information here and there, and we put together an Action Network petition. And as a result of people signing that, um, I believe we're at 19,000 letters. We're sent to 23 public officials, and we're still collecting signatures. So on Thursday, the day after tomorrow, a week, and two days after we found out about Bonin's plan, the RAP commissioners
1: will vote on this. And this is what kind of commission? The recreation and parks. Recreation and park. And do they have a binding vote here?
2: Uh, yes, they do, because Mike Bonin managed to skirt any requirement that he go to the full city council for a vote. He got his money. From the county, the County Board of Supervisors gave Bonin money to uh, do what he needed to do to build this 24-hour safe parking. So there's no appropriation of money and no need for Bonin to go to the city council for a vote, I believe.
1: You notice the propaganda, this 24-hour safe parking.
2: Yeah, Yeah. safe
1: and Classic propaganda move there. Right, it is. Well, I, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm just flummoxed how this this goes on and on and on, and how 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 he doesn't care about all the damage he does to a neighborhood and the threat that no. he poses to uh, to the children there. No, he absolutely and, I mean, not One day, some really unspeakable tragedy is going to happen. And oh
2: yeah, it's
1: just a matter. How about of a law- How about a lawsuit? Is there any, any avenue there?
2: We do have an attorney.
1: Well, let us know what happens here. All right.
2: I will let you know. I appreciate you all getting involved in this and helping make this public. What is going it's, on it's, here? It's like it's we're in the Nazi era, or yeah. it's horrible.
0: Yeah, it is. All right. Thank you for uh, for coming on, Deborah.
2: Okay. Thank you so much.
0: All right. That's Bye. Deborah Houston, a resident of the Westchester neighborhood of L.A. Once again, Mike Bonin's district, Council District 11. He's out of office in December, but uh, if his protege wins, things won't get any better. You should vote for uh, Tracy Park for that position. But this is about uh, Bonin's idea. I think he had this idea before. To put permanent parking for the homeless in Westchester Park.
1: Yeah, this was on his list back when he wanted to get permanent parking. Yeah,
0: remember Pacific Palisades? The, he wanted the, to put the Will parking?
1: Rogers State Beach That's parking it, Will lot. Will Rogers
0: State Beach parking lot. Okay,
1: right. and that was one of about, I don't know, six or eight parking lots that he wanted to turn into 24-hour parking. Right. And somehow Westchester survived. Everybody freaked out over Will Rogers State Beach turning into... A vagrant zombie land. All right, more coming up. John and Ken KFI.
0: Yeah, well, we you know we haven't talked about it in a while, and it's certainly making the news again. Is Ukraine? Uh, you've probably been reading stories that they're taking back some of their territory from the Russians. The Russians are retreating in several parts, mostly the eastern part of Ukraine territory that they had previously taken. Apparently, is now being conceded as Russian troops withdraw. And the pathetic story today for the Russians is that the Ukraine, Ukrainian defense ministry said it shot down an Iranian made Russian drone over the city of Kharkiv today. So they're getting apparently weapons from Iran. They're so desperate, the Russians that they have to get drones. Oh, they're out of their own uh, supply. Apparently they are. So they're getting some munitions. It says here in the story from Iran. And today, uh, the Ukrainian shot one down and provided photographic proof uh, based on the labeling on the drone that it's, it's probably an Iranian made drone. Apparently, I didn't know this. Putin visited uh, Iran in July. He's made
1: an alliance to some extent with China and Iran. And he's, oh, yeah. he's selling a ton of oil to China and to India. And he's got the weapons to deal with Iran. So all our sanctions haven't really meant anything he he found other markets he's making plenty of money selling his stuff
0: but apparently he has a pathetic army
1: yeah the the army's the army's no good
0: i saw a video today of them all lying down on the ground they had just surrendered a whole bunch of russian soldiers just I, I read
1: i read um at at one military base where the russians you know had 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 an outpost in uh in ukraine yeah they saw that the ukrainians were coming and they actually left a white flag and they fled. I, I didn't realize they still did that. <laughs> the Ukrainians showed up, and they're looking at a white flag. It's like, hey, here, you can have it. It's yours.
0: Apparently, it's a lot of young, ill-equipped guys who've just, like, kind of shaking their heads and saying, I'm not in this anymore. Oh, because they were all, I, I want to get out of here. They were all recently
1: drafted. They, they were Man. drafting tens of thousands of replacement soldiers because tens of thousands had gotten killed. Yeah, and, and and so the Ukrainians took over a thousand square miles of land, a thousand square miles. And I saw one quote from a military analyst who said either the Russians are so incompetent that they didn't realize that Ukraine was building up, you know, a mass of of soldiers and equipment for the invasion, or they were they're so incompetent that they knew it was coming and still couldn't do anything
0: about it. Either one's a bad choice. They're uh, pretty excited in Ukraine, but now the question becomes, Will Putin do something bigger? Well, oh, that's looking desperate. Well, yeah, the old nuclear uh, button story again. Well, he's got 5,000 missiles.
1: What's the point of even having 5,000 missiles if you can't use them to bail you out of a losing war?
0: Yeah. Will he rationalize this as, well, you know, if I can get Ukraine to surrender, I can save lives over the long run so this isn't a 10-year war. So I'll blow them up with nukes and get them to surrender and, you know, that way we'll save some people. Right. Well, that was Harry Truman's idea. Yeah, that was kind of our Japan, right? Yeah, we we invented that rationale. He'll borrow that from us, right? (laughs) It was good enough for us to be good enough for him because he's in the position now where he knows the Ukrainians are not going to be easy to overcome here. No. Wall Street Journal says they've taken back 3,500 square miles. I was up to that. Oh, from the Russians, right? 3,500 square miles. Wow.
1: No, this is this is really humiliating.
0: And even senior Russian officials over the weekend conceded that it's yeah. going badly, and he's starting to hear criticism on even the, the pundits on state TV. I, I was just going to say the propaganda channels are turning against
1: him. Oh, he owns and he runs those TV channels, and they've been criticizing him.
0: Their suggestion is whatever territories you still control in Ukraine, clamp down on the people there. Make them pay to show the others that they better not uh, uh, yeah. foment an uprising.
1: I don't think you can intimidate the Ukrainians. No. This, this is this is like one of the great revolts you'll see in your whole life. Because cause Russia, I remember at the beginning of the war back in February, I was looking at all the numbers that they published. Just how many more soldiers they had, how many more weapons, how many more tanks, how many more everything, and it, w- it wasn't even close. I mean, in some of the categories, it was like eight to one, ten to one. You looked at that and it says, "Well, there's no way they're going to win." It looked like uh, yeah, uh, an NBA team uh, running up against a,
0: a junior high school. And then we had Zelensky. Remember, he was begging for air yeah. support and no, weapons, he had, and he had nothing. Now we he gave... had nothing, but uh, boy, they've held out strong.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. we gave them a lot of weaponry. We we have spent tens of billions of dollars. And, and that's good news for our uh, defense uh, industry, because <laughs> yeah. all that's got to be replaced, so.
0: Yeah, it says that apparently the Russian military has been battered and degraded, both the equipment and the people. Yeah. And they're, they're at a turning point here where they can either try to push this to the end or just completely give up.
1: Right, so... Yeah, they're they're, they're he's going to have to launch nukes to save face because he's not going to not tactical gonna,
0: nukes or big nukes. Yeah, is the question. Well,
1: that's his uh, that's his choice. Oh. I mean, he could just start uh, annihilating the land in Ukraine because once he starts launching these things, you won't be able to touch the land for a million years.
0: 18 plus. Yeah, that's sort of what I thought was going on with that nuclear power plant. I thought that it was his way of uh, threatening yeah, them. I and, know. Well, you know, I'll blow us
1: all. That, that's why I built the bomb shelter.
0: <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, that's right. The bomb shelter. Are right. you keeping that supplied?
1: It's as is. I got everything
0: I need and
1: huh? it just sits in the basement there.
0: Okay. It's so ready to go when you are.
1: Ready to go. As soon as I see, as soon as, as, soon as I get the emergency alert on the phone. <laughs> Headed for the basement.
0: All right, we got more coming up.
1: John and Ken KFI.
0: Oh, it's a fine afternoon. The heat has receded a little bit. We're going to take a little trip to Bidenville at 5.05. Check on old Joe, who remarkably decided to hold a celebration for the Inflation Reduction Act that he signed last month. Although we got audio where he can't remember when he. But anyway, on a day when the new inflation report is horrible. He couldn't have better timing.
1: <laughs> and he went right they had a celebration today this was uh, a choreographed celebration uh that they have uh conquered inflation and the inflation numbers they were, had planned
0: this they went ahead anyway despite the report this morning that inflation it, it, is still intolerable
1: this is fascinating i mean this is how our our whole political world runs just constant lies and propaganda and let's see how many people get sucked into
0: it it's the word of the year gaslighting gaslighting yes Making you believe that something is happening to you is not really happening to you. Comes from a fake. Famous... There's no inflation because I say so. Yeah. It's like Kamala Harris said in that uh, interview about the border. The is secure because we want it to be secure. That's all you need to know. You notice how pervasive it's it is? It's a priority for us. It doesn't matter what the issue is.
1: It, it, it's, it's like, uh, you know, Newsom insisting we have a reliable electrical grid. Right. They just say the opposite.
0: Yes, but as you always like to say, it's not what they say, it's what they do. That's and right. behind the scenes are keeping the nuke plants open, the gas-powered plants open. Right, yeah. Because they know the reality is if the power goes out, they can't, they can't gaslight you on that one. No. Oh, no, your power is not out. That, you're imagining that. That's right. Maybe you had a show. Go stroke. check again. <laughs> hit the light switch. It's not a blackout. You know what he did today? He very excitedly launched a new abortion website. That do some? Yes, abortion.ca.gov. It's a one-stop shop if you want to end your pregnancy. That's unpleasant. It is unpleasant, but he thinks this is going to be a strong issue for him going forward. He wants to meet the moment because he's going to run for president if Biden collapses oh, or wants, quits. He
1: wants people flying all over uh, from all over the country to come here and uh, abort yeah, their baby Yeah, last
0: I saw, they're still debating whether or not we're going to pay for it.
1: Boy, that's what I'm working for every day, huh?
0: To pay for somebody uh, from Mississippi's abortion.
1: I'm I'm working for the vagrants to come here from uh, the other 49 states, to bring their drug addiction and mental illness with them and lay in the street and I'll pay for their new home and then uh, uh and the women can come and uh, I'll we'll pay for their abortions.
0: Yeah. That's can why I love this world we live in. That's
1: why I, I since I was a kid I dreamed of moving to California. Now the dream has come true. You're
0: i sit sitting there in your house. You have no lights, no water.
1: That's right. We, we, we
0: don't. We don't have water. We're paying don't have the lights. highest taxes. You're paying for people's abortions. You're paying for homelessness that never goes away.
1: Yeah, boy, this is the American dream, isn't it?
0: It really is. Uh, speaking of the homeless. There's a story in the El Segundo Times today, and it was always one of my favorites. Every time we hit a hot streak, I like to talk about the cooling centers. Remember that? I always mm-hmm. had a good time with that. Make your way to a cooling center. Nobody's showing up. I now, thought We just this had was... two weeks of really hot weather, and they're okay. scratching their heads. I was laugh- No one's coming to the cooling centers. I was laughing out loud this morning reading this.
1: <laughs> this was just one of those stories where I I, I felt just absolutely delighted. All this babbling about the cooling centers. I mean, how many times do we give announcements here on the station about the cooling center? You know, I bet you no one that listens to KFI has ever gone to a cooling station. Uh,
0: Probably not. Because it it
1: looks like all it is are are vagrants that show up. That's what they're. Yeah, that that
0: was the emphasis of the story. How to get the homeless in there. (laughs) Because only 2000. Two hundred and fifty-six Angelinos visited the almost twelve cooling centers for a uh, for that hot period, August thirty-first to September ninth, and they were surprised by that. Uh, they had nine centers open for ten days; two additional open the last week of the heat wave. That breaks down to twenty-one visitors per center per day 20. in a city of four million. <laughs> twenty-one <laughs> per day. And yes. So, but what is and it? And these are big, like wreck. Sometimes they're gyms. They're these big rec centers, so, and they open up a big room, and they air condition it, and they put out little chairs for you to sit on. And So what is that, about two an hour maybe? Yeah, and I wonder I, if they're fully staffed. I don't know how many people are there working so, there. So
1: listen, in, in, in case you ever go to a cooling center, here's who's going to be sitting next to you. <laughs> uh, they got uh, a profile a guy named Anthony Willis, uh, fresh from a homeless encampment on Vermont and West 3rd Street. Oh. And uh, he had a big fan a big umbrella, no, a hand fan and a big umbrella, and he was uh, drenching himself with ice to stay cool. And he said he'd
0: heard about the cooling centers, and he would go if he got a free ride. Yeah, that was the complaint. The homeless don't have the transportation. They need to build community hub cooling centers. And I'm reading this, I'm thinking, well, wait a second. We gave you a cooling center. We're
1: letting you sleep in a public place. Now you want a free ride to the cooling center. Sure, but there's but- always something more. There's always a give me more.
0: Well, that's. And I was just reading that story about the two candidates that want to replace Bonin. One of them is Tracy Park, who you should vote for. And the other one is uh, the guy with the girl's name. Aaron Garland. <laughs> Aaron Darling. <laughs> Darling Aaron. And he was the one that said, well, the homeless don't want to live in congregate living every morning. You can't get them inside unless they have their own room and their own place. So oh, I'm like, yeah, that's another thing that got elevated. Okay.
1: Because because they say so,
0: we have to give it to them. Well, so listen, we have to give them rides to cooling centers, have to give them their own apartments, solo. There's no roommates, none of that stuff anymore. By the way, Anthony Willis was just getting started. We don't have
1: our phones charged all the time or GPS, and most of the centers are downtown. We don't really go to them because they're further from our encampment. We just tough it out where we're at. This guy is 35 years old. 35 years old. And he doesn't have a job, doesn't have a place to live, is bitching about not having his phone charged all the time, and he's not going to a cooling center unless you send him a ride.
0: There you go. Back and forth. Have you ever Do you know anybody in your life who makes that many demands? Uh I, when I saw this headline, I thought this story is just going to be, well, they won't go because it's congregate and they don't want to be there with other crazy people. But it's about getting a ride, huh? That seems it's, to be right, a- the big barrier here. They're talking about how some of the people are immobile. They're afraid if they leave their tent, they'll have a stroke.
1: <laughs> here, here's another guy, Brian Vega. He's 38. I don't know how you live 38 years and you can't figure out how to get a job to get a little uh, box apartment with an air conditioner. I don't know. How, what, what has he been doing for the last 20 years? Well,
0: yeah, he does live in an apartment.
1: Yeah, he went to the uh, cooling center every weekday last week because his air conditioner was broken. So his apartment got uh, more than 90 degrees. So w- why don't you get it fixed? Or here, here's something. Get a new one. How about a
0: fan? That helps a bit, doesn't it? You sit in a tub full of ice. <laughs> he sat on a steel chair. Alongside five or six people each day, he drove from Silver Lake. The guy's got a car. Yeah, this guy the drove. The guy's got a car, and he sits presumably there. has a job.
1: He sits there from eleven thirty a.m. to seven p.m. He sits in the cooling center. But what? Maybe he doesn't have a job. Yeah, I don't know. He works would. a night job. How does he work? Figure. Doesn't say. And Vegas said he sat along five or six people each day. Oh, can you? Imagine? <laughs> can you imagine.
0: What do you it's do? Just stare at your phone? Sitting in a. Cool do they have Wi Fi? How does it. Uh, I, I, I
1: hope have... he brought his charger.
0: <laughs> yeah. What is there to do? It sounds really boring. But you will be cool. Uh, you know, it uh, sounds like some sort of weird, like detention, school detention. You have to sit in a room for six hours. Yeah. Or... In a folding chair. That's <laughs> Uh,. People who cannot take care of themselves. Another chapter on the John and Ken show. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right. Well, old Joe had to go ahead with the celebration today of the bill he signed last month, known as the Inflation Reduction Act, which doesn't do any of that. But still, he picked an odd day to do that because the latest inflation report was pretty grim. And it really killed the stock markets today. We'll talk about all that in Bidenville. Coming up after the news at 5 o'clock. Well... Wanted to take advantage of the heat wave. The El Segundo Times has rolled out. It's reporters. We just told you they did a long story on why people aren't going to the cooling centers around the city. <laughs> except for one guy who sat there for seven hours and wondered why no one else was here. It's very lonely, And a bunch man. of homeless people f- said they couldn't get there. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Not to be outdone, they assigned a reporter to ponder how come the bus stops don't have more shade. It's a long story, too. These, both stories
1: are really long. Yeah, They spend a lot of time on no shade at the bus stops and nobody showing up at the <laughs> cooling centers.
0: It's, it's pretty remarkable.
1: Uh, these, th- these are the two issues that the Times thinks we're all talking about, we're all worried about.
0: Because somewhere in their assignments room, they were saying we what? must do more stories on the underserved. One of your favorite words. The
1: underserved. They're not served enough shade. The forgotten. They're not served the enough. The people sh- who
0: take the bus, the people who don't have air conditioning. <laughs> wow. How about figure it out? <laughs> Get an But bro. I like this apparently in Phoenix. Phoenix gets hot, doesn't it? Oh yeah, 120 degree hot. They have canopies and misters. Little little spritzers.
1: Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. They must have more money there. Or I don't know. They, they choose to spend it on something practical.
0: Yeah. So they want them to put more trees and shade up at the bus stops around the city. So that riders don't have to search for a tree or some shade next to a building to hide behind waiting for the bus. Well,
1: and and in here it says that the, the bus benches are uncomfortable because they put a, a metal bar in the middle of the bench.
0: I've seen that, yes. To, to keep the vagrants from sleeping. Vagrants from sleeping, from sleeping right. Which I is, see it. There's a picture of two kids sitting on one side of the bar.
1: Which is probably why they don't have a roof on on the bus shelter because then you'd have vagrants living inside. Yeah,
0: they don't want that to be your couch, your, your, your pull-out bed. <laughs> So
1: if you give them a, a a top to the shelter and then you're giving them a nice bench, well, good luck getting rid of them.
0: Yeah, I, even in my neighborhood where I do not have benches, like I have the old fashioned wooden ones, there are there's like a vagrant every week or so. I see one sleeping on the bench. That's what's that's an invitation. That's the kind of that's the world we live in now. It, they 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 did a. Song. Oh no, transportation planners at Metro don't keep track of their benches or their shade. Oh, that's just terrible. <laughs> They never thought of it.
1: <laughs> but And the El Segundo Times is horrified. How could you never
0: think of the shade that people need? How could well, they you? They used to have, what do they called them bus shelters, and they had like a little curved top. Do you remember seeing those? Or Yeah, I've seen them. Did that I, get, I, I never... it smells like urine in there? Oh, you know what? That's true. Burbank, right there on the next block, was it Alameda? Did you ever walk, past? I think that's where the iHeartRadio Theater is? There's a couple of those bus shelters I just... Oh, they really stink. A couple uh, times I've taken a walk around, and I walk past there, and the urine is overwhelming. Because yeah. some of the vagrants, or whatever there are in Burbank, well, go in there and sleep and just uh, pee
1: while they sleep. One night, a half mile from my house, there's a gas station. And we pulled up late at night to get gas. And on the on the other side of the sidewalk, right? Right yeah. in front of the gas station. There is a, a bus shelter. And there is a homeless guy, and he's got just, you know, a thousand bags. No, he's got his stuff, He's got all his stuff. He made his own single-person encampment on the bench. And I I didn't want to get out of the car. Because, you (laughs) know, you get out of the car, he hears you, now he's going to come over, he's going to want money. It's dark. (laughs) And I'm thinking, come on. Why did you pick here? Because it's a bus bench. I wanted to get rid of the bus bench. No bus benches. Make people stand. Go buy a car.
0: I, I. So the big debate in this story is uh, this how is to a, make the writers more calm, particularly since, you know, climate change is going to make more of this. There, We're going to have
1: more warm days. Way, in the real world, there is no debate. Nobody cares. Obviously, nobody cares. Not even the people in government care. Certainly, the public doesn't care. I've never passed a bus a, a, a bus bench once said, oh, if there was only some shade there, well, I might take the bus myself. And where the, is the cooling center? In fact, can I have a bus to the cooling center, please?
0: <laughs> the median household income for 62% of Metro riders is under $20,000. You know. That's because you're balancing the homeless that are well, riding the yes, bus. Yes,
1: and there. then all the. They all, don't have any
0: income. All the immigrants that we let in.
1: So, uh, if, you know, they have They have no money. So, of course, they, you know, they, they, they don't have a car, they don't have shade at the bus station, they don't know where the cooling center is. I, oh. I said this to somebody this morning, I go, we cannot, the government cannot be a mommy to every lost soul that comes wandering in here from all four corners of the earth. We are. It's impossible
0: responsible people, welcome to California because the government's here to try to take care of your life for you and figure things out. Nobody else does this.
1: Nobody Cooling Cooling
0: centers in shade.
1: Oh, you know what I forgot? I want to mention this yesterday, I think, when we were talking about the, the homeless fire at the VA, remember all those yes, tiny homes? Yes, the little tiny fire? homes burnt. One of the TV news stories I saw. You know you know what was burning inside these tiny homes? Massive no. amounts of garbage. One of the homeless guys says, Yeah, everybody we're all a bunch of hoarders here. Oh. So inside those tiny homes that they've been begging for, that we've been guilted into paying for, inside the tiny homes, in all of them, massive amounts of trash. And that's why these, these things were burning so crazy. All
0: right, coming up next, we're stepping out into the garden. We're going to sit down on the bench. I hope it has shade in Bidenville. <laughs> Talk about inflation. <laughs> uh,
1: John and Ken show and uh, Mark Runner has the news. KFI AM 640.